What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. New, 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 new world order. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Tuesday night. Tita, we got a great show for you today on a Tuesday night. The best entertainment show on YouTube. And that's you. And uh, today we're going to talk about the doomsday cult devouring mother who deleted allegedly. Well, not allegedly. She's been convicted for deleting her two children. Now, the story has got several different folds to it. Ladies, you know what that's about. But several different folds. We're going to talk about the devouring mother, the doomsday mother, and who was just convicted for life in prison for deleting her two children. Yes. Okay. Following up on some great episodes where we talked about evil, the evil that mothers do. All right. And so we got a great show for you set up. We got Straggle and Sniggle Theater. We got uh, we got uh, Doom and Gloom CGA. We got uh, a, a female boxer who has challenged a male boxer to a fight. What do you think? Do you think? Do you think he should have the fight? We're going to show you highlights of both of the boxers and give them a fair chance. She has called him out equal rights, equal lefts. That should be a pay-per-view event. I pay to see this. We're going to talk about that. And we got much, much more for you lined up for this evening service. Do me a favor and hit the like button if you're watching back on the replay gang. All right. And hit the, hit the like button as well. Yes, on the replay, and also subscribe to the channel if you are, in fact, new. To contribute to today's show, dollar sign the Notorious CGA on the Cash App, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams, and that is pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel and also, new, 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 new world order. you know, you don't have to, listen, if you're watching the replay, you can send the Cash App, a Venmo, or a PayPal as well. All right, um, listen, we're going to talk about this here. This should be interesting. Um, listen, we got a great show for you lined up. Listen, you're in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. You're truly the notorious one, a.k.a. Mr. Coachellini, better known as a prognosticator, Coach Adamas, and you're in the Desert Storm bunker with every woman's fantasy and the whole effing show. And see God Allah, I'm the eight-time demonetized champion of YouTube. The man with more nicknames than any man in the game and the best entertainment here on YouTube and also the Black Moses out here. And we got a show here. Listen, to get, let me get the earlier contributors if there's any, and there normally isn't. Uh, but the the story about Lori Vallow, I think I'm pronouncing her name right. Uh, it doesn't matter. She's a prisoner. She's a convict. All right, but we're going to go over there. They have so many layers to this. We got marriage on there. We got children. We got stepdaddyism. We got a man deleting. He, the husband got deleted. All right, we got cult. We got uh, video footage of her and her police interviews. This shit is going to go crazy if you've never heard of this story. Anyway, let's get to uh, any earlier contributors to the day show. How about we do that? Yeah. Shout out to Juan Primeris. He says, Chad puts cake batter on her face. With no compliments or complaints. God damn, I don't know why I do that. Why do I do that? Why says Chad puts cake batter on her face with no complaints. Oh, yeah. And no compliments. Shout out to Cam. What did Cam say? Cam said nothing. All right, appreciate you. And Curtis Blow 
says, uh, you have done way more for men than any church. Thank you, brother, for that. And our brother Creflo Dollar probably disagrees. I'm rich, All right. Creflo Dollar probably disagrees, but we've been helping men. And of course, these pastors missed out, missed out on an opportunity to reach men by pandering to women. Shout out to the panda bears out there, uh, pandering to women. And uh, men are out here, got dollars to donate. And of course, Creflo, Creflo and our brother, Kenneth Copeland, <laughs> right? Pandering to women and they missed it. They missed the golden opportunity. Let me check Venmo and Venmo was tripping earlier, but I don't think we have any Venmos. What do we got here? King of Country says, King of Country says, thank you for your daily content. Blessings to the GOAT. All right, man, the show goes on. Thank you, brother. Jed, 77 CGA coined another one earlier in the stream. Did you just say final destinated? Yes, indeed. They've been final destinated. <laughs> All right, these Gen X parents final destinated their kids. All right, anyway, uh, Deacon Clapcheeks is mad about this. But look, let me get into the show. Let me check to even to, oh, you know what? We have to honor our Gordita of the day. And she was so good last week. I had to bring her back this week. Um, you know, for the Chalupa lovers in the building, we got to get her back, brothers. Uh, listen, I know y'all starving. Y'all starving like Marvin. Hello, baby. Hello. We'll be getting, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, damn. Mm. There's something special about this. I, I listen. I'm, I'm curious. I'm definitely curious as to what type of police leave this is. Uh, but that chalupa there is. There's an extra layer up in there. Mm. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm the equalist as well. There's an extra layer of. Ch I mean, yo, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to f put flour on that. You're going to have to put flour around her just to find where that wet spot is. Lord, have mercy. Hey, brothers, listen. Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must yeah. stay focused. Woo! She got that cheesy. Oh, oh. I mean, I'm trying to figure out what in the hell that possibly could be. Uh, is that legal? Is it legal to walk around with that hanging out? Is that a fupa print? I don't know what we're doing these days. I can't really tell. I mean, we let women walk around with their ass hanging out. So that's a front booty. I'm assuming that's a front booty. All right, shout out to the fupa. Hello, lady. Hello. I'll take a peek. I'll take a peek. I don't know, man. I'll be disgusted afterwards. But anyway, let's get the doom and gloom CGA on the board right here. What do we, what do we got here? Ah, we, we reported on this last week. Yes, we're reporters over here. Doom and gloom. Let's hit the bell on these guys right here. Doom and gloom, CGA. Uh, layoffs, more layoffs. We played the video of the young man, I mean, the older man who had worked 30 years just to get laid off and lose his pension. It looks like Yellow Trunky Company has shut down, putting 33,000 employees out of work. 33,000 Oh, my. what in the hell? The Teamster Union says it was served illegal notice on Monday. And this was last week, I believe, or was this yesterday that the Yellow Corp trucking company is ceasing operations and filing for bankruptcy. Thirty three thousand employees of oh. And what a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. And that we showed you that one brother who. They brought that one guy in that drew the short straws, the short stick. Um, 
And uh, he had to go in and tell this guy he had worked 30 years and no pension left. Jesus. I mean, I don't know what to tell you guys. This is a very, very, very tough time for a lot of people. A lot of Americans trucking industry is struggling for sure. But we need you truckers, man. We need you truckers to deliver our goods and services and deliver food. But uh, I don't know. This is this is reprehensible. This is reprehensible. Oh, the humanity. 33,000 gentlemen. Oh, that's 33,000 family. Am I reading this right? 33,000. That is, uh, if you're not blinking at this, yes, I talked about CBS today cutting 5,000 jobs. If you are not wincing at this, right, and realizing the effects of the 33,000 employees plus the 5,000 CVS employees, and this will continue. I warned you we were going to be here. The reason why I report on this is because a year and a half ago, two years ago, I said, oh, man, we're in trouble, right? We're going to have layoffs, massive. All right, um, and uh, as this happens, I keep bringing it here, talking about we need to make sure we prepare for the next step, all right? When we start talking about the blue chip mindset, yeah, this is really huge. <laughs> I see that on the screen. Uh, when we think about these things, man, we got to be ready to pivot. We better have something in our back pocket. We better be ready to be able to earn money um, in various other ways uh, because nothing's guaranteed at this point. 33,000, I feel bad for those families and those mostly probably primarily men, uh, but a lot of people work for those organizations, man. These corporate, these companies can't stand up, can't hold up anymore. So be on your P's and Q's and have your blue chip mindset all the way out. Goodness. 33,000 employees overnight. All right, what do we got here? I think we have, what video is this that I wanted to share? Oh, this was for Straggle and Sniggle Theater. All right, so Doom and Gloom is a short, Short episode, so we'll hit you with the straggle and sniggle because I'm pretty sure that um, I'm pretty sure it's going to take a while to get through that Lori story. But straggle and sniggle theater. All right, let's go ahead and hit that intro. Like, ride with me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky, come get high with me. That's a deal, right? Ride. Oh man, yeah. Some Maury says probably over 100k people uh, right there. Potential poverty into potential poverty. Yeah. If you count families and all of that. Mm. Man. All right. So Straggle and Cynical Theater, we got it lined up for you today. Uh, we have a guy who has done a voiceover uh, to talk about how the straggles behave in the open public. So we're going to let him do it. And it's very National Geographical. All right. Very National Geographical. Go ahead and take it from here. Welcome to Nibba Safari. I am Carwin Davies, your host and guide into the fascinating vistas of the urban jungle. Upon encountering a motorized vehicle for the first time, a tribe of Homo scraglinus breaks forth into primal celebration. Suffused with joy and feminine energy, an effete maggle attempts to seduce the vehicle. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, we, we appreciate that uh, breakdown. Let's go ahead and give them a like for that. Yeah, that's actually a good breakdown to uh, talk about the um, talk about the uh, nature, the wonderful nature of the straggle. All right, he called that man a maggle, though. <laughs> Listen, I like the maggle. All right, but we call them sniggles. Well, a maggle would be probably a reading rainbow straggle. So that might be it. Uh, very, very interesting and curious behavior by these individuals here. Yes, indeed. And uh, it deserves their own National Geographic uh, person there to, to document 
uh, some of the, the the things that go on in these neighborhoods. Yeah, and if you live in a neighborhood like that, or, or you might be a sniggle, a straggle, or a maggle, apparently. A maggle. <laughs> Man, this is terrible. All right, they bo- they boiled down your behavior to the National Geographic. Oh, it's terrible. All right, we do have a straggle here appearing on the screen. I'm not sure if this is a skit, but we'll play it anyway because this is straggle and sniggle theater. Uh, here's a gentleman here that has his girlfriend. He claims is um, he's the side ninja. It says right here, she tattooed my name knowing I'm the side ninja and that she's the side chick. All right, so uh, let's go ahead and see what happens here. These Mac, these straggles. We're out of control. No, you hold your hand just like that. Why the fuck would you get my name tattooed if I'm your side, nigga, G? Huh? Because we've been dealing long enough and I thought it was time. I am your side, nigga, G. You have a whole boyfriend, G. What's wrong with you, bro? What's wrong with me? Let me see it. Let me see it. Let me see it. You see it? You see it? You see it? It Why would you get my name tattooed if I'm your side, nigga? Stop G? saying that, and then you recorded me. Cause, cause I'm, have... I, I never had, I never dealt with no shit like it that was... before, G. You never dealt with it. No, you nigga, I'm your side, it. nigga, G. So you gonna keep saying that? So you don't like it? You, you, I'm, I'm your side, nigga, G. And then you used to date my cousin too. On top of that, too. But you know that. How Dino gonna feel about that, G? I don't give a fuck. But you knew that. That is you crazy. Like I leave this girl alone. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, sir, you've entered into crazy territory. Uh, we tell these youngins here, we educate. Uh, once you start hitting that bottom, you've apparently hit the bottom. All right. And so her behavior after that, six weeks in the bottoms, you're digging her out, you're putting your knee into it. Uh, you're not the side G anymore. You're not the side ninja. All right. You are now the prime ninja. And now you've, you can't break up with her. She has to break up with you. Um, this is the difficulty I try to tell young men who say they pay in Johnson. I pay in salami. I pay in, I, I salami her down uh, because this is a family show. I have to tell you, salami her down. Well, somebody said leave her alone. It's over, guys. There's no, he, ha, he has no more control of this relationship. And because you're priding yourself on your sexual performance, what you don't understand is once you hit that bottom, you've ignited the crazy. And so she's now trying to give you warning signs of said crazy. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, he destroying them guts. He pushing her insides to her esophagus. He making them holler. He making them toes curl. All right. He making her scream. All right. And uh, yeah, you're no longer the side ninja. You Like in the comments, they said she gave you a promotion. <laughs> Whether you asked for one or not, you thought you was just going to keep her and she had a G over here. Uh, Ninja, you got a promotion and now you have ignited the crazy. Be careful about hitting that bottom, y'all. I mean, you know when you hit that bottom and you know, man. Ninjas, it's not like stroking. You know, everybody like, I'll be putting that stroke on her. It's different. It's different. We got to really identify what the bottom is. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because dudes don't know how to hit that bottom. But um, um <laughs> he clearly has hit the bottom. And now that's your broad. Listen, it's your broad. Yeah, you got them legs shaking. Uh, most women ain't really have no orgasmic bliss. And uh, you think she normally does this. And you're the first one that she nutted on. She nutted on you, yes. <laughs> and now she's like, wait a minute. All these other dudes trying to get the long stroke. All right, but she didn't clamp down on your salami and, you know, squirt it and skeet it. I- I'm just trying to keep it family here. I'm trying to keep it family here. You the first one that had her skeet and spray all over the room. Yeah, that's your girl. That's your girl. And so let's go ahead and play the replay here. 
technology hold your hand just like that why the fuck would you get my name tattooed if i'm your side nigga g huh because we've been dealing long enough and i thought it was time and and what he also probably has done is he ate that sweet potato pie up he ate that sweet potato pie and so you know not a lot of dudes be eating the sweet potato pie but he ate he ate it like you know what i mean like who was that artist was that a marion eating that watermelon on the stage he ate that sweet potato pie like Amarion ate that watermelon. And not a lot of dudes ate that sweet potato pie. All right. And so he didn't ate it. That's, a, that's, that's it. She like, oh, he the one. He the one. That's my guy right there. And so she's showing you right now. She claiming you. He's mine. I may have had her once, but I got him all the time. Yep. All right. Here we go. I am your side, nigga G. You have a whole boyfriend, G. What's wrong with you, bro? What's wrong with me? Let me see it. Let me see it. Let me see it. Let me see it. You see it. You see it. It wouldn't matter. Why would you get my name tattooed if I'm your side nigga? Stop saying that, and then you recorded me. Cause I'm. I never look at this look on her face. Look at. Hey man. Oh yeah, she crazy now. She a whole animal now, guys. I'm telling you, man. Y'all don't know what y'all playing with. Uh, when the Lord made, when the Lord made women, you guys don't know, man. We we often type to figure these creatures out. Uh, you know, as creatures ourselves, we try to figure these creatures out. And I'm telling you, I got them figured out. The Lord made them as a joke to men. <laughs> nope, right? It was the biggest shit test of all times. The Lord God created woman. All right. And said, don't enjoy the pleasures of her. Teach her, mold her, shape her. All right. Keep her away from the, uh, the garden of knowledge in the tree of knowledge. Keep her away here and don't be out here fornicating. All right, and all of a sudden, y'all ninja saw that sweet potato pie. Do you like pie? Yes, and it was a wrap. You know mm. what I mean? It was a wrap. And take a look at this creature here. Look at this face. What kind of face is this, man? No, what, like, these women in there. <laughs> what These women in their facial expressions. What is this? Like, what is this? Is this a chupacabra? What is that? Look at her face. These people, man, look, sometimes if you freeze their face, they, they got a demon face. What is this? All right. Uh, anyway, let's continue here. <laughs> the body language, man. What are you doing, ma'am? What are you doing? I never, had, I never dealt with no shit like hey, that before, G. You never dealt with it. No, you nigga, I'm your side, it. nigga, G. So you gonna keep saying that. Yeah. So you don't like it? So you don't like it? Yeah, you see, she not addressing the conversation. Uh, Yeah, well, oh, thank you for telling me. I guess I'll get the tattoo off. You, you... I'm, I'm your side, nigga. G. Not no more. You're not. Not no more. You didn't hit that bottom. Yeah, how, how I'm Stop saying, saying that. And then you used to date my cousin, too, on top of that, and too. But you know that. How yeah, but you do that. Yeah, she's a skeezer. See, here's the thing, man. You know what I mean? You got to treat skeezers in their proper perspective. Sometimes they run away. They they leave you alone for $350. You know what I mean? Here, for, here you go. Just leave me alone. But when you out here making love to skeezers, all right, this is what happens. They do skeezer stuff. So don't be surprised. Uh, here we go. Dino gonna feel about that, G. I don't give a fuck, but you knew that. Yeah, but you knew that. You knew I was a skeezer, all right? So watch out, guys. I'm telling you, man. Be careful out here. Be careful out here. These women, y'all think they're a joke. All right, you're gonna find out the hard way. It only takes you, it only takes one woman to make you realize that all the women that you mess with, all right, oh, sorry. It only takes one woman to make you pay for all the other women you got for free. All right. He's still not paying. Yeah, right? Deshaun Rose said he's still not paying. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he's not. This is in Japan right now. All right. Uh, here we go right here. 
We got uh, great female drivers in the women of uh, in the history of driving. Great women drivers in the history of driving. All right, so here you go right here. Oh, this is a great one. Here we go right here. Apparently, this woman has driven her BMW on the train tracks. I'm sure she can solve this problem. Is that a Mercedes? Ah, oh, it looks like a Mercedes. I love you. Oh. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Wait. I know you're not getting out the car, man. What? She out. Okay. All right. Well, this might be a good time to get out of your car. All right. Uh, I don't know if you know you're trapped inside. Uh, women's bodies freeze up. And when they, you know, this is the true definition of equality. Uh, people don't know women panic, man. When they panic, they freeze. They don't know what to do. They brain scrambles, All right? They actually enter into a new dimension. So this is what's happening here. She realizes she's done something dumb, and the only thing she can think of is freeze, all right? And so I'm going to freeze and act like nothing happens. Okay, this should end, uh, this should end well, and she's out of there, too. She's like, <laughs> all right, here we go. All right, this is Germany or somewhere. I don't know. Dublin, Ireland. All right. All right. And so this little this little plastic wrap, what is this right here, bro? This little barricade is preventing her from going forward, fam. So she runs it to, she runs into the barricade. She gets to the barricade, but a train is barreling down, and she says, you know what? I can't go through that barricade. You know, they froze. Here we go. <laughs> All right. So the guy says, oh, you dumb, dizzy broad. All right. So he moves the plastic barricade. I don't think she knew that it was plastic. All right. And so she could have drove right over it to save her life. But does she? Nope. Okay. All right. He get, he makes way. He makes way. All right. Let's see what she does. It come down. It come down. Uh, uh, she freezes. She freezes. So now she cannot get the car back in the drive. I tell you, man, listen, this is this is not this is not something that is abnormal. In fact, if you study female behavior, this is what happens. Even if they're being assaulted, they just freeze. You know what I mean? They don't know what to do. They can't get back. You know, they can't get back out, out the blocks. So now she can't get back in the drive because, you know what I mean? She's like, hey. I'm on a suicide. I'm in a self-deletion mission. <laughs> you know, she's stuck. She's stuck between reverse, neutral, and drive. She don't know what to do. She's panicking. All right, here we go. You know, <laughs> it can happen. <laughs> I'm hoping she's still. I'm hoping she still is alive. I don't know, man. That actually was kind of complicated. To, listen, anybody could happen. You know, can panic, you know. <laughs> well, he's like, well, you know, I tried to help the bitch, but he, she said he was like, yo, you bitch, yeah, bitch. I mean, she panicked. She wanted to run. I mean, she stopped in front of a plastic barricade. This is too much. 
couldn't get the car back into neutral. We'll play the whole thing right now for you guys here. Here we go. Allez, allez, nu. We wou dat 500 euro boete wat je hebt gedaan. Je gaat de rekening krijgen, dat beloof ik u. En nu? Jong, wacht er mee, jong. Dat ding, man. Echt, echt. Ik kom door. Ik kom dan. Jong. You know, we're here to protect women from themselves. I think people have to understand that when I tell you the dynamics between men and women, women often want to say men don't protect us. We're the least protected or we're the most unprotected. And what they're saying is we're the most unprotected out in the world, but it's not true. I'm sorry, it's certainly true because men are supposed to protect women not from others, but from themselves. I mean, this is the way, this is the way we survived as a species. And so this straggle, I believe somebody in the comment section said, she, I think she said she has a boyfriend, and that might be actually true. Ladies, uh, can you guys attest to this? Let's go ahead and get this part right here. Um, it might be true. Uh, she might have thought, that he was cold approaching. And so her natural response is to deny, reject the cold approach. Let's, I don't speak Irish or Dublin, but let's take a look. Yeah, right there. I think, you know, according to my translation, she did say, I have a boyfriend, leave me alone. Right? I, I have a boyfriend. I have a boy. I think that's exactly what she said. Yeah. <laughs> Edith, like, listen, you're the fifth guy to approach me. I know my titties are saggy. Yeah, but listen, I have a boyfriend. I have a husband. I'm 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 wonderfully married. Um, I do need help getting out of this situation. Yes, this cold approaching thing is not the pro this is not the proper time. <laughs> All right. So anyway, you know, spatial awareness. They're the main character. We talk I just did a video on this. Spatial awareness. There you go. Women watching the stream. There's men that do this too. There's men that do this too. All right. Is this part of the show? What, what part of the straggle and cynical show is this? Let me see if this is a. Uh... Oh, okay. All right. That's it. That's it for straggle and cynical. I guess I, I thought I had more, but I did not. So let's run that outro. Hey. With me, if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky, can get high with me. That's a deal, right? All right, join us on the Money Mindset on Sundays on Patreon. Patreon.com backslash Coach Rick Adams. You got about 50 videos of great Money Mindset episodes for all things, starting your business, credit. We talk about building businesses. We did coding last week. Social media content creation will be coming back next week. We had special guests talk about investments and all of that. Cryptocurrency, we had a crypto guy come in. We had a guy that could tap into all the senators' investments. We've had spreadsheets. We passed on goal sheets. 
uh, budget sheets. We've done a great job over the last year and a half with the money mindset. Join us over there for the future. Okay, let's get to the contributors to today's show. All right, let me take that banner down right there. All right, take that banner. Oh, link is in the description box below. What do we got here? We got our brother David says, ladies be thinking it's their kid, not they belong to the government. So ladies think twice before taking out the kids. The first 18 years of the child life, child's life belongs to the government. Belongs to the government. Yes, indeed. And they'll tell you what to do with they damn kids. All right. You like, you killed my kids? No, no, that's my kids. You're parents. You're parents. You're not parents. Your parents, shout out to Amon Osiris, YouTube legend. He goes down to YouTube legend. Shout out to Brown 310 in the building. Thank you, man. Lee Smith says that old lady caught that. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Train. She got that train, yang, didn't she? Train. Oh, uh, yeah, brother. She got that train, yang. I didn't even think about that. Thank you for that, Lee Smith. She did catch that train, yang. All right. And she probably been ramrodded for show a couple of more times than that. And uh, yeah. She's been she's been hit from the back much worse than that in Dublin, Ireland. Conor McGregor got that. All right, Conor McGregor got that back. Or at least Conor McGregor's grandpappy. <laughs> oh, no, man. This is terrible. Venmo is struggling today. I just want to let y'all know. Venmo's on the struggle bus. I can't barely log in. Oh, man. Okay, I'm, I'm trying, man. Venmo is struggling. All right, so anyway. With that being said, let's get back to the rest of the show. Women approach woman approaches man in the gym. Okay. Trying. <laughs> woman approaches man in the gym. I'm curious as to see what happens here. Uh, let's look at a woman cold approaching. And this is appropriate behavior uh, right here from this guy. All right. And I'm going to talk about why women should not approach men. All right. Because a lot of men are like, women should just make their, make their, um, Make their wishes known and approach men. I'm going to tell you why. All right, if you've been watching the show, you already know why. All right, so let's take a look here. Chorus, watch till the end. All right, you see the flat back right there. The flat back is on the prowl, apex predator. All right, she's on the prowl acting like she's looking for something and she's scantily clad. She's basically wearing a bra. I think this is inappropriate gym attire, to be fair, but anyway. Um, and she's walking in front of his camera. She knows the camera's there because she's a camera haver herself. And uh, she's hovering around his station, but we'll continue. She got a little booty pop. Uh, there it is right there. Oh. Okay, she leans in. She says, I just want to say you're very handsome. And there it is right there. Uh, flat back is on the prowl. Now, most of you ninjas never get approached. <laughs> okay, so just so you know, most of you men never get approached. Never. And if you're not Chadis Tyronius, this guy might be the, the, the most buffest guy in the gym. And everybody else in the gym... All you guys, all you lonely virgins and incels in the gym is watching this and you going home angry, right? You're mad as hell. All right, but there it is. There's the approach. Now, let's see how he handles this. 
And she's touching him. Yes, she did. All right, let's continue. Oh, oh, uh oh. Well, oh, well, I'm telling you that. Wait for it. That didn't go. That didn't go how she wanted. Apparently, he said. All right, he was like, well, I appreciate you. Thank you, bitch. You bitch. Yeah, bitch. Um, you're not supposed to approach people in the gym, or have you not been aware? This is sexual harassment. <laughs> he cold cut her off. He was like, yeah, bitch. Anyway, keep your ass going. Now, let's take a look at this. We'll review it again. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, do not be afraid to turn these bitches down, babe. Hey, check their ego. So let's just see what we have here. He's obviously lifting weights. She walks by, but take a look at what she's wearing. Try again. Take a look at what she's wearing when she walks by the first time. So she's wearing her, uh, a, a hoodie. She's wearing a hoodie the first time she walks by. Everybody notice that? There's, she's not naked yet. All right, so there she is. Uh, and there he is. Here we go. Watch till I got to turn the volume down. All right, here you go right here. So she walks by. She tries to get his attention. There she goes again. All right, she's not a complete flat back, but, you know, she's on the prowl. She's got her uh, braid all the way back. There you go right there. She was like, okay, he didn't notice me. He didn't notice me. So any woman that goes to the gym, any woman that goes to the gym and say they're not there to hook up, they're not there to pick up, they're lying. Guys, I've worked in gyms for over 10 years. They're lying. If the right guy is there and, and, and he fits the bill, oh, they'll go in. It's just that they are, uh, uh, that 90% of the men in the gym are invisible to her. She doesn't want it. So this puts the rest that they're not there to pick up. I know this is just one woman, but it is what it is. All right, so there he is right there. Um, he's working out. Uh, he looks to be definitely over six feet tall, and he's muscular. He definitely works on his legs. He didn't miss leg day. He got his squats popping. There she goes again. Now she has taken off. <laughs> now she has taken off the top. Well, he didn't notice me the first time. Now I got, now I got to take the top off and put my little itty bitty titties out. Yeah, this is another try. Let me try that shit again. All right, he missed me. All right, here we go right here. All right, there she goes right there. What did she get? She's now walked back empty handed twice. All right. She didn't get anything the first time. She got nothing the second time. So she's stalking him. Where are all the creepy, these creepy gym girl videos? If this was a guy, this woman would have him pinned on the internet talking about he's creepy. But she's stalking him. Now, she's like, all right, she got a little bubble in the back. But that's mostly, that's mostly her, um, her gym attire. All right, but um, pushing up her booty fat. All right, into the fat area. So now... Damn, man, you creepy. This woman creepy, man. Where's the creepy, uh, where's the creepy gym girl videos at? Like, if a male was doing this, this is stalking. Now, listen, I'm just playing the devil's advocate. I, I'm just not, listen, I wouldn't complain. But what, what I'm saying is, if a man's doing this, this would be a devil's advocate. So this pervert, this creep, is stalking this Chiron. <laughs> right, here we go right here. And there she comes in for the kill. All right, there she is. Now she's going to run game, y'all. She's going to give her best pickup line after she sexually assaults him. Mm. Here it is right here. There it is. There's a sexual assault. We got it on video. And uh, she's gone down and she's made herself smaller by bending down. All right. And obviously he's had to inconvenience himself and take his headphones off. 
She sexually assaults him in the gym in front of everybody. This is despicable, right? This is despicable behavior. How dare you? She's down the prowl lurking. And now she proceeds to use her best pickup line, which is, I just want to say you're very handsome. Wow. I mean, is this what you're doing? This We're doing this now? She had to go get naked, parade, pick the biggest Tyrone in the gym, and say you're very handsome. That's all you got? Mm. <laughs> yeah, she's in her submissive pose, right? She's in her submissive. Bow down, slightly bow down. Man, yeah, arrest this woman. And then he was like, okay, look at her. She smiled. She was like, all right, that's an easy one. Let them take it from here. Women are like, I talk to men all the time. I look at him for 2.7 seconds, and I might tell him something. I might brush by him. I might knock a napkin on the floor. I might tell him he's handsome. I might smile at him. Take it from here, simp. Mm. <laughs> here we go. And so she's like, that's all I got. That's all I got. Take it from here. Oh, okay. You gave me an opening. Okay, good. Um, Yeah. What's your name? What's your phone number? What school you go to? Yeah, he said none of that. Guess what? Guess what he did? He was like, thank you, you bitch. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, bitch. Oh, thank you. Yeah, nodded his head. And then, oops. <laughs> Look at that. The sweet, sweet smell of rejection. She's like, oh, shit. Wait a minute. This ninja is not starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> that brother's not starving? Uh, What do I do now? She put it all the way out there. Now, this is why we tell you, you know, women women don't have no game when it comes to this shit. Like, when it comes to addressing. So, she shot her shot, and now she's sitting up there like this. And the dude said, oh, really? I, I appreciate it. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. <laughs> He's like, I've had better. I've had better on my off day. You're my slow Tuesday. You're my slow Tuesday. All right, uh, look, she's like, damn. You see her? Damn. Look how she's walking off. Oh, she's like, oh, shit. I got to go home to my vibrator again. Let me call CGA up. I need a couple of dollars. CGA had come through. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Yeah, by CGA had come through. I guess I'll have to sleep with CGA. I'll take him. All right, look at his face. Uh, he do look like he got a little sugar in his tank, but we'll let it go right there. He's like, man, what's wrong with these bitches, man? What's wrong with them, man? That walk of shade. Oh, man, this is crazy, bro. Look, when you see it in the wild, you see it in the wild, man. Hey, she happened to pick the ninja with a little bit of sugar in his tank, but he don't care. He, he in monk mode right now. He don't need no bitch. He don't need nothing. He like, man, I just want to work on my body. Get peace and quiet. I ain't got no time for this. I don't come to the gym for this. Why are these creepy-ass perverted women always harassing us? They're always harassing me. Oh, uh, look. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, I'm, you're so handsome. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, thank you, bitch. <laughs> now watch this. Look at her face. <laughs> her eyelashes done fell off. Damn. <laughs> she said, Damn. Oh, man, this is crazy. But listen, listen, ladies, we got a, we got a right to laugh at y'all. She shot her shot. Hey, ladies, shoot your shot. Now, here's the thing. Here's my theory. Somebody said they said he's married. Did he have a wedding ring on? Yeah, she missed that one. Let me see. I don't see no ring. Let me see. Yeah, there's, there, there's his right hand right there. His left hand's moving. I don't, I don't see any ring. But anyway, 
Let me see. He's going to switch it up right here. We'll see the ring right here. All right, if it's there. Uh, I don't see any ring. All right, I don't see any ring. Uh, oh, you can't see it, but I didn't see any ring. But anyway, the reason why, the reason why you do not want women approaching. So men, if you, it, it, I think naturally men should not chase women, but men should initiate. And this is the reason why. Uh, number one, if women approach, they would only approach the top 10% of men. All right, so they would only shoot their shot. Like, it would be a whole bunch of out-of-league-ass women shooting their shot on you. Like, I'm a solid eight or nine. <laughs> I would have a bunch of fat, overweight. The amount of fat women that would approach me, I mean, I get approached by fat women already. The amount of old, fat porkers that would approach me would be unbearable. I could not get over it. It would be a nonstop, uh, nonstop parade. All right, it would be a nonstop parade of fat women and white women, fat white women. It would be a nonstop procession of fat women. It would be just terrible. I mean, it would be a nonstop. I would be like, yo, what is this? I mean, not fat women. I'm talking about 350 pounds. For some reason, them women want to get them fat chubby fingers all on me. I'm like, man, they always shooting they shot at me. They steady be trying to grab me with them big-ass, chunky-ass fingers. Mm. <laughs> It'd be a stampede. So that's the number one reason why. So, you know, those women, they're like, at th they're threes and twos. They would be shooting shots on high-level dudes all the time. And most dudes are going to take that. They're going to take it, right? Because they're like, okay, this is an easy one. And what will happen is it will just mess up the entire dynamic. Uh, attractive women or women who perceive themselves as attractive would not approach at all. All right. They would only approach the top 5% of men and it would just throw everything off. It would make it worse. So a lot of guys are suggesting that women open their mouths, but I'm telling you, no, it would, I, I would get 58 year old women with a nasty gremlin. At, hold on for a second. Let me show you what happens. Let me show you what happens. You know how, listen, cause I'm in my forties. I'm a dapper. I'm a dapper gentleman, right? I'm a dapper gentleman. This is the type of women that would be approaching me if we left it up to women approaching men. This is what it would look like. This is what it would look like. I would be minding my own business, and then these women with the leopard print panties would be all on me. And look, with the fingers like this, look at the nails. Look at the nails. I couldn't even go sit down at a casino and have a drink if women would be approaching because this is what... This is what it would look like, man. I would be like, what the f is going on here? Man, give me a break. Mm. <laughs> All right, so we don't want this. I know, guys, listen, you know, step your game up, but we don't, we're not going to pass the baton to women to start approaching the men that they want. This is going to be a clusterfuck. <laughs> going to be a clusterfuck. All right, so anyway, uh, next one on this one, uh, what is this woman talking men about? Oh. All right, so here's another woman asking, where all the men with no hoes? <laughs> These women are cuckoo. All right, so here it is right here. Where's all the men? Where's all the men with no hoes? All right, so here we go right here. Men with no hoes. Where are you? All right, there you go right here. Um, this is a chunky, chubby, uh, hungry, hungry hippo right here, as you can see. Uh, take a look at the fingers. She's young, too, so she's going to fatten up real good for a Tuesday. 
She's going to be good. I mean, she already chunky. She looked like she could have three babies right now. All right, but she's saying men with no hoes, where are you? Now, first of all, she's not talking about virgins, incels, and, and ugly men. She's talking about the top-tier men that don't have hoes. All right, we already know that. We already know that. Now, the funny thing is, if you're a guy that says you ain't got no hoes, you ain't going to get hoes. That's just how it works. It's kind of like job experience. You're like, hey, you seem like a good candidate, but you don't have job experience. And you're like, yeah, but uh, how do I get job experience if you don't give me a job? Mm. <laughs> That's how women work. They're like, hey, you'd be fine if you had some experience, but go get some experience, then come back. And you're like, I need some experience. Mm. So here we go right here. Uh, we got the, uh, you got the hungry, hungry hippo right here, the slow Tuesday. She's asking men, where are the men with no hoes? And the guy's going to give an explanation right here. Men with no hoes. Where are you? So the men with hoes are up here uh, receiving all of the attention from the hoes, including you. And the men without hoes are down here trying to contact you on Bumble and not receiving an answer. Hope that helps. <laughs> so there you go right there. This is our classic, you know, 80-20% rule sheet. And uh, he managed to draw it out uh, with pretty much precision. And uh, he, he hopefully he can make it clear to a lot of people uh, that this is what's happening. The men with the hoes have more hoes getting attention. It's kind of like the rich get richer. Right. The rich get richer like you get rich and then people start giving you stuff. Yeah. When you have money, uh, like when you're in the middle class, like me with no job, like people don't give you stuff. They're like, oh, he got money. He'll pay for it. But when you're super wealthy, they start giving you stuff here and here. We'll give you this. We'll give you that. All right. So the dude with hoes gets more hoes. <laughs> the dude without hoes have to struggle to get one hoe. And then when she finds out you ain't got no hoes, she goes to a man that has hoes. So this is how it works. And uh, people don't understand this. And of course, if you were a man with value, like we showed you in the previous gym video, the woman was like, yep, you qualify. Here you go. I'm going to sexually assault you in the gym. All right. So there's, there's the explanation. Uh, it's very much not rocket science. And they're still going to deny this science. Uh, but you can't, you got to trust the science. Men with no hoes. Where are you? So the men with hoes are up here uh, receiving all of the attention from the hoes, including you. And the men without hoes are down here trying to contact you on Bumble and not receiving an answer. Hope that helps. Yeah, that, there it is right there. I mean, listen, a lot of people are in that current predicament right now. And, you know, people try to figure out a way to do it. But trust me. Uh, when you get out of that predicament, these hoes be annoying. Hey, what are we doing here? I Do I have some more on this one? I do have some more on this one. All right, I do have some more. I do have some more meat on the bone. Apparently, uh, AI is going litty. Shout out to Red Pill Awareness on the Instagram. Uh, here it is right here. Let's go ahead and uh, give you an image here. There's a flatback right there. All right, a surfer girl, California. I wish they Oh, could be California girls. I wish they all could be California girls. And there it is right there. We got a flatback Supreme. 
Uh-oh, she's an AI. She's gained thousands of followers despite not being real. Uh-oh. She's the hottest influencer on social media with guys around the world sending her marriage proposals. But she's not a real person. She's an AI creation. It's, it's not hard to see why this young lady has the internet on fire. She's a bikini-clad knockout, and guys are going nuts for her. Meet Mila Sophia, her social media full of eye-popping photos. Now, hold on to your hat. This blonde bombshell is not a living, breathing person. That's right, you're looking at the work of artificial intelligence. Every aspect of her ravishing looks are computer generated. And that has some of her online fans upset, saying they've been hoodwinked after trying to win her affection. You're a beautiful young woman. Your beauty really dazzles me. I adore you. A million dollar smile. Those are just a few of the compliments from guys who didn't realize she's a computer image. Mila isn't trying to bamboozle anyone. Her website says, I'm an AI-generated virtual influencer. But who's reading the small print? Meanwhile, MSNBC anchor Joy Reid says she's the latest victim of an AI scam. The boom in AI technology has made it much harder to tell if what we're seeing online is real. She discovered her likeness and voice were recreated to promote a weight loss pill, making her appear to be on Anderson Cooper's CNN show. Decided to ask Joy herself, and this is what she told us. Hi, Anderson. I'm happy to have this opportunity to tell you my story. I've never been interviewed by Anderson. I've never even met him. <laughs> this whole thing was a deep fake scam. Yeah. According to Forbes magazine, over the next five years, the AI market is projected to reach a jaw-dropping $407 billion. Well, CGA talked about this for the last year. I believe Better Bachelor was the guy. Shout out to Joker over there at the Better Bachelor show. Go subscribe if you don't know. I'm sure you do. Uh, but uh, he was one of the first people I've seen put up an AI image. I've seen Sandman is in the likes put up these AI images saying we're in the simpocalypse. I did an en entire stream on the simpocalypse. Now somebody else is talking about the simpocalypse. And one of the things we talked about is the AIs are going to take over. AI is going to take over modeling. We talked about this for the last maybe uh, half a year. And we showed you AI images. Uh, some one image I thought was AI, but apparently they were the real thing. But here's the thing. It's getting harder and harder to tell. It's going to be harder and harder to tell over the next five years. And dudes are going to peel back money. They're going to be peeling back money trying to support AI bras. In fact, I showed you women that I uh, Instagram portfolios that I was like, this got to be an AI. And I told you why I thought it would be an AI. So this is um this is going to be the future. Um, watch out. This is going to be on your junior college. This is going to be at your, at your dating apps. This is going to be on your Instagram. And the funny thing about it, people are saying we're not going to be able to tell what's real or fake guys. You can't even tell what's real or fake on women that are in real life. You cannot even tell what's real or fake on women in real life. That's how bad it's gotten. And young men are not going to be able to determine what is a real woman. I'm telling you, you better go find some plain Janes. You got to find some plain Janes because they're out here trying to reel y'all dollars in with these fake images of, of, uh, of these beautiful uh, flatbacks right here and of a whole variety of other, um, other, other images. So it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad.
And there you go right there. Uh, men are easy. Men are easy. And anything easy, because we're visual creatures, we're definitely going to be more privy to be swayed by this. Of course, <laughs> of course, um, if I saw her on a Hawaii beach, I definitely would be going in. All right, I definitely would be going in. So uh, anyway, uh, yes, be, be prepared to be manipulated. It's going to be a wrap. All right. Too good to be true. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, what else do we got here? Oh, uh, this woman right here. This woman right here. This woman is going, we're going to go on the thicker side of the uh, story here. This woman says she's been written up by her employer. I don't know if this is real or fake. She could be lying, but she has a badge on her chest. Costco. Take a look. She got her hair slicked back. Oh, this is a nice looking thing right here. Boy, this is going to be a stanky night, boy. That's going to be some stank on this one. Shout out to Black Ram 3 on 3. This is going to, I'm going to smell a room up on this chick. All right, but let's hear what she's got to say here. I just want to know, do I look inappropriate for work? My dress code is a polo and dress pants or jeans, no rips. I'm dressed appropriately. However, I was called into the office because I don't have the right body shape. I cannot help my body shape. I got a verbal because of my body shape and I was told I need to wear bigger clothes. I don't appreciate being body shamed. I'm being body shamed. They don't know what I went through in my life and the trauma that I went through to have to deal with being body shamed at work. All I wanna do is work. And I'm not being dramatic, but you pulled me away from doing my job to tell me that I have the wrong type of body to wear the clothes that I'm wearing, I have on regular dress pants. And your excuse was the men in the tire shop and the boys keep stopping and looking at me. That's not my fault. You don't know the type of hell I had to go through my whole life just for how I look. You don't know what type of mental trauma I might have from having to be misunderstood. For me to come to work, to have to hear, oh, you have the wrong body shape. To wear the right clothes, though, because I'm in dress code. Well, I see her problem. She definitely has, she definitely has an issue here. Uh, back in the Kojic church days, they would call her a fast-ass girl. Look at it, fast-ass girl. Um, women who were built like this can understand her plight. Her plight is that she's overly curvaceous at a young age, right? And so she's probably dealt with this, you know, uh, been called all kind of sluts and fast ass, fast tail, uh, badass girls in her church and probably ran off. She probably sucked off a couple of beacon clap cheeks. She's been told, she probably is told that she's not faithful and can't be faithful. So I understand her plight. Um, she's been prejudiced for sure. And she thicker than the snicker, my Lord. I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing with this. Uh, first of all, she's probably not working in the right <laughs> environment right here. She's probably not working in the right environment uh, to be built like this. It's going to be very tough for her to get any level of respect. All right. Uh, second of all, uh, that shirt could be a lot bigger. That shirt could be a lot bigger. So she's wearing pretty much one of them Under Armour shirts. And so she's accentuating her curves. I know big women are going to say, the pro listen, there's a problem with it because if she gets a larger shirt, it's just going to make her look like a goddamn egg with legs. All right. So, I mean, 
she basically going to have to wear a potato sack at this point to uh, not exit. I mean, these curves are crazy. Um, it looks like she's also wearing Spanx. All right, so let me show here. I'm going to zoom in. She's wearing some body contouring outfit. I'm just going to presume it. Based on this lifted area right here, you see this fat? See this fat right here? Uh, anybody can see it? This fat right here tells me she's wearing some sort of body shaper or something like that to contour assist. So I do see some extra fat hanging over right here. That tells me there's some contouring there. Obviously, the bra fat smushing, and it's creating a little bra fat here. Listen, I'm being picky here. I'm being picky. But it's, it's she's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, she's, she's a problem out here. She probably should be working at something better than Costco. Uh, she should be working these streets for the, for the Juco right here. But Aisha, um, she's also accentuating her beauty. So she knows what she's doing. She knows that she's doing that. She's got her hair slicked back and done. She's presenting well. She has uh, jewelry and, and whatnot. Yeah, this could be quite the distraction. And, of course, she's saying it's not my fault. All right, it's Jermaine's fault. It ain't my fault. So she said, she said. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Um, somebody said it's necessary. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think what you see is definitely not what you're going to get. And, you know, she's going to look like, let me see something here. Let me see something here. When she takes all of these clothes off, it's going to look different. It's probably going to look decent enough. You're going to be able to smash it. But when these clothes come off, it's not going to look like this. It's going to look like a slop a lop. All right. It's going to look way more sloppier. But she's, you know, she got an expensive bra on, titties pushed up, tight ass shirt. Listen, she's in a problem. She got problems. What I would suggest to her is, is this a BBL, you think? What I would suggest is this. She find another way to capitalize on this as opposed to working at Costco. I mean, I, this is the best I can tell you. You just built you just built not for this type of clothes or attire or atmosphere. You're, it's definitely a distraction. Definitely a distraction because people are going to look at the shape here. So now she's playing the victim. Uh, too bad. Listen, so sad. Listen, hey, man, we can't uh, perhaps stop eating donuts the, at the level you do. Probably get some nutrition and tailor this shit in. Take it in a little bit. All right. If this is a BBL, it's your fault. If this is a BBL, it's your fault. I can't really tell. She just looks over. She To me, this is overweight. She can stand to trim this shit up just a little bit and get, this, get, get control of it. A lot of brothers will say she's thick. She's thick. Well, she overweight, though. She definitely overweight. She can, she can. She can get, she can reel this shit in a little bit, all right? She can get control, but she is have a sex appeal. She has sex appeal, and it is what it is. So uh, perhaps maybe monetize yourself a little bit better. I don't think this is a BBL. It don't look like a BBL to me. This is a, that, she just from like Alabama, slamma jamma. But being a victim ain't going to help you, all right? Because you can't, here's the thing. You can't change everybody. You can change yourself. So maybe change your job. Maybe not work at Costco. But uh, I'm I'm a, I'm a <laughs> this is crazy. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to beat the brakes off of that if I had a chance. I'm gonna just tell you that right there. All right. Anyway, whew, super duper thick. All right. Uh. Anyway, what are we doing here? Let me take that off the screen here and let's get to some super chats if there are any available. Uh, we do have some available right here. It says right here, JC says, Coach, I introduced my Mastodon to my four-foot Gordita. They hit it off. 
and we all went to the Beyonce concert in Detroit. Headed to Niagara Falls tomorrow. Free agent lifestyle for life. All right, shout out to Bob says, some XXs be bleeding and then don't tell you about it. He says, it was when I was inside the guts, I saw blood and freaked out. Be careful with the XXs you mess with. Yeah, she should have warned you. She should definitely have warned you that you were running a red light. And, um, you know, that's definitely something that they should tell you. And by the way, ladies, if you're watching my show, uh, hit the like button. We got 15, 1,500 people watching me. Uh, we could definitely stand to have 1,000 likes. All right, because it's the best edutainment on YouTube. Uh, but um, and that, that let's get him, let's get him up. But ladies, I'm gonna tell you uh, the thing that uh, ladies do that will tell you. I'll tell you they're disingenuous. They're disingenuous. Ladies, listen to me. If you do this, you're foul. If you do this, you're foul. And if you do not tell a man prior to when you're meeting him that you're on your period, you're foul. Okay, you're foul. That is foul. Meaning that you'll be like, oh, I won't tell him. And then you let the night go on. And then you're like, you know, you know, he gonna press. You know, he about to press you. You know, he's about to, you, you know, he might not be a nasty boy. He might be a nasty boy. But you know, he gonna go out. You know what's gonna happen. And then he invites you over after the date. You go over there. You hang out. You go up to his bedroom. You're on there. You're about to go to, you wait, you go past first base. You're going in the second. He about to slide in the second. And then you're like, oh, I'm on my period. Mm. <laughs> now, if you got a nasty boy, he going to run that red light. He going to be like, that's all right. Let's put down the towel. And he going to make it the murder scene, the murder capital of the world. Hold on for a second. Let me see here if I could pull up a meme. See here, there's a meme about this with Hulk Hogan, and uh, <laughs> uh, this is what Bob looked like when uh, the girl didn't tell him, when the girl didn't tell him that uh, she was on that month, she was on her monthly. This is what Bob looked like right here. Let's go ahead and see, pull it up right there. Girl, you extra wet tonight. Turn on the lights. This <laughs> ninja. All right, so uh, some dude super duper nasty. But ladies, when you're when you're dating, when you're in a relationship, tell the guy beforehand, you know what? Hey, listen, I just want to let you know before I come out and get dressed, uh, I'm on my monthly. All right. Now, here's what here's what they're going to say. Here's what they're going to say. They're going to say, well, if I tell you, you're not going to want to hang out. Exactly. Mm. Give me that option. Give me that option. Now I can plan what I'm doing here. I'm going to plan to be a nasty boy. Or I'm going to plan to go, okay, I want to invite you over. I'll just take you out to eat. We'll give you a, pit, a kiss on the cheek and you can go home, right? I know what I'm doing. I can plan my evening out. But now I'm planning. I'm getting my condoms ready, all right? I'm, I got my candle. I, I got my candles in the room lit up, okay? I got my whole thing. I got my banaka. I'm out here spraying myself with cologne, spraying down there just in case you drop that net, all right? I'm planning my whole evening out. I'm going smooth. And then you're on, but I got my period. All right, listen, cancel. Let's meet up when you off your period. When you off. All right, because then I can uh, organize my day. <laughs> but, uh, all right, don't say because, listen, I don't want to hang out. Back, listen, ladies, I'm going to tell you all one more thing. Back in the day, back in the day, 
Do you realize that when you were on your monthly, you were completely separated from the whole damn tribe. You went to a whole damn another region of the Savannah when you had your monthly. It is just recently in the history of time that we welcomed you in when you had your monthly. Now we sit up there and we actually socialize with you with it. Before, they sent your ass into another hut, all right? Well, who got their monthly this week, all right? You gathered all your belongings and you walked smooth the hell over on the other side of Shaka Zulu's property and you stayed over there. Mm. <laughs> all right, but now... At least you actually in company. But I'm telling you, ladies, stop violating. Young women do this all the time. I actually had an older woman do this to me. I looked at her. I was like, are you serious? She was like, yeah, I forgot to tell you. How you forget? How you forget? This is terrible. Listen, you did not forget. And you wasted my time. So I actually just, that was the end of her. I was like, you wasted my time. I had to scold her. She was a Brazilian chick. I was like, you wasted my time, but I'd already been with her before, so I didn't sweat it, right? I didn't sweat it, but I was like, hey, you know what? I don't appreciate that you wasted my time like that, so you know what? That's it for you. <laughs> That's it for you. I ain't never contacted her ever again. All right, Um. anyway, because ladies, it's your duty to tell men where you stand. Just like I'm supposed to tell you, if you got, if I got the itchy scratchy between my legs, all right, if I've been, I'm, you're supposed to tell before I go waste my time and my money. I forgot to tell you. I, I really didn't think about it till I was up there about to take my pants off. Yeah, right. No, I'm not talking about Lizzo. I just, yeah, talk about Lizzo. All right, what do we got here? We got our, our brother, so, uh, Neo Mass says, hey, coach, I'm out here in San Antonio. <laughs> Give me that gordita trumpet. <laughs> Hey, if you see Selena Gomez, tell her I said, what up? Soldier for God says, Chads get rich while simps die trying. Indeed. Yep, the rich get richer. The rich get richer. Schedule P says, Coach Smasher Pass Billy Eilish in them waggies pass. I mean, I would smash, but I, no, she too crazy for me, man. She looked too crazy. Ninjas don't pass on most women. Mo Paul says, Speaking of mastodons, Lizzo is allegedly being sued for fat shaming, sexual harassment, and hostile workplace environment from her backup dancers who are probably also. What more of the story do what I can't even I can't even add much more to that story. The irony. We got our brother here, Ross, says those AI influencers will put all of their public figure IG models out of business. That market will be too saturated for them to make any money. Girls are going to have Subway's always hiring. Subway's always hiring. Yes, these IG, these IG AI influencers are going to put girls out of business. Oh, man. Travis says, remember the trend of women who started accepting smaller weddings in exchange for luxurious honeymoons. The institution of marriage was being subverted by sugar baby travel lifestyle even back then. Yes. And I was a victim of that, <laughs> All right? Mm. Yeah, I got that one. I did that one, yep. I did that one. So, happened to me. Happened to me. But, uh, you know, that's a longer story. Longer story short. Let me check if uh, we got a couple more. Cam, shout out to you. Thank you. Thank you. We got our man, uh, Curtis Blow, says, 
There's a cool website. He gave me a pe- a website. I don't know what this is uh, referring to. There's, there's an AI site, but I can't click the link. All right, so I'm not sure what that is there. I don't want to click the link. I don't know where that's going to take take me. I don't want to. This is my work computer. <laughs> this is my work computer. I don't want to put nothing on my work computer that I don't want nobody else to see. All right, just on accident. What are we doing here? All right, all right. We got PayPal's. I think I got a couple here. Yes, I do. I got our brother here, Kevin. Uh, let's see here. I don't think I can say it. Yeah, Kevin says, thanks for shouting me out over the weekend's money mindset stream. All right, great job. He says, regarding the Costco girl, I'm sure management is trying to prevent harassment claims and complaints and the headaches that come with it. Well, they might not have should have hired her, but you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. So they probably, they're in a kerfuffle. They're in a catch-22. So meanwhile, right here, this girl right here, we wait a minute. This girl... You're absolutely right. They're probably having problems in their parking lot. People crashing in the poles. Ninjas, pookies coming to the store. She probably getting ran up on and cold approached. Um, She probably has employees talking to her, spending extra time in the corner, trying to mentor her. People looking at her booty. Customers. Yeah, but they might should have thought about that before they hired her. Listen, hey, uh, ladies. This is what you're going to say. I can't help that I'm this way. Okay, first of all, men can't help the way they're built either. Whether they're tall, short, muscular, built like a whole pair, built like a, a mastodon, skinny. So we're, I don't feel sorry for you, no. Because look, 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 look. What about short men working construction? <laughs> men are like, I can do the job, but you're five foot three. Well, you can't do the job. Or they don't give you the good job. Or they don't promote you. they like, well, you know what I mean? you just too little. <laughs> right? And then the dude's like, well, I know I'm little, but I can do the job. Well, listen, you little. You need a big dude. You need a big dude that can do this job. That's how it works. That's how it works, man. Listen, we're all built for a reason. It's kind of like, you know, 350-pound men play offensive line. Uh, Little dudes play cornerback and running back. That's how it works. Don't don't try to play offensive line and you can't play offensive line. Can't help how you built. Can't use that as an excuse. All right, shout out to Kevin, man. Thank you for sharing over on the Money Mindset replay coming up. Somebody says, um, oh, she works in New Jersey. Oh, yeah, Trenton. She works near Trenton, New Jersey. Yeah, man. Sniggles are all up in there. Sniggles coming in. You know how they had that sniggle look when they come in like this? You always know when a sniggle ain't is up to no good. When they walk in smelling like marijuana, they walk in the store, and this is how they look. They be like this. Mouth hanging wide open. They mouth open for no reason. And then they walk in just looking. For some reason, they head tucked down like this. You know a sniggle ain't about to be. You know he ain't up to no good. Because if you up to some good, you you walking upright. You actually determined. You walking to where you going. You ain't scanning. Snickles come in with their eyes all red for smoking weed. They come in. <laughs> I ain't up to no good. I'm like, all oh, these Snickles up to something. Watch these Snickles over here. <laughs> Mouth breathing and shit. They be like. 
Oh, what this nigga up to? <laughs> get this motherfucker out of here. This nigga up to no good. Man, get this nigga. <laughs> Mouth all open. Lips all black from smoking weed. Lip hanging down like this here. <laughs> this nigga. <laughs> All right, man, let me stop, man. They're going to be mad. Poor Black's irate already. Yep. I, hey, man, i am already got my hand on my jammy like this. I'm like, all right, here we go. Watch this nigga. I'm going to watch this nigga right here. Watching this nigga. <laughs> all right, let me stop. All right, anyway, how to know you about to get robbed? All right, this ninja walking around with his eye. He's he's shifty, y'all. Eye, beady-ass eyes, shifting left and right. All right, uh-uh. You about to get clapped ass all out he got his booty all out the black crows all right you you just know this ninja he ain't up to no good he said stereotype much no 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 life-saving i'm trying to save my life that's not a stereotype (laughs) he said that's how they be this is not a stereotype i'm trying to prevent getting robbed (laughs) y'all mad hey i'm the one trying to save my life ninja all right, anyway, let me look. All right, let me stop. All right, uh, anyway, man, look, I'm here to teach. <laughs> All right, look, let me stop. Look, be all mad. Y'all mad. <laughs> yeah, these are intelligent brothers, I know. Anyway, let me stop. All right, man, look. What do we got here? We got a woman that wants to get into a boxing match with a man. Should this fight go on? All right, let's take you to the uh, picture here. We do have a woman who claims to be a fighter, and I looked her up. We're going to look at some highlights here. All right, here it is right here. Her name is Clarissa Shields. Is she related to Delano DeShields? I don't know who that is. Um, it says right here, Clarissa Shields has officially called out Keith Thurman for a fight at 154 pounds. This would be the first time in boxing history when a female fighter fights a male fighter and she's called him out. <laughs> this is not smart, but I would love to see this. I'm going to be on pay-per-view right here. It says, right, I'll go on pay-per-view. Is it Clarissa? Clarissa Shield? I don't know how to call it right here. I'll fight Thurman at 154 pounds. So serious. All the respect in the world to him, too. I just think I can outbox him. Sheesh. <laughs> Okay, man, listen, we got to go. We got to pull it up. This is, you know, boxers do get full of themselves. They think they can stop the world, you know. Um, Here it is right here. She's called them out. Now, let's go to the, we're going to go to the, we're going to go to the highlights here. Okay, we're going to go to the highlights. I told you about this just earlier today or earlier yesterday, late yesterday. I said, for some reason, women get a hero complex. You know what I mean? They, I don't know what it is, but for some reason, they just be like, I think I can take out a man. Money grab. Yeah, but this is, is this, is this, right? Is this a reason to get your head knocked off? All right, this is terrible, man. All right, all right, let's go ahead and look at the highlights here, just so you see what we're doing. This is Clarissa Shields, greatest highlights. Here we go. Uh, Clarissa Shields is in the white. She's in the white. And uh, there it is, fair use. Uh, she do got some hands, all right? She do, ooh, okay. Uh, she don't have much technique uh, to speak of. She's just kind of throwing haymakers. She's not placing. I think she's going for the knockout. 
Uh, she definitely is not. Nobody blows. All right. Nobody blows. Okay. She putting hands on the white girl with the braids. There's a body blow. All right. Over right cross right there. She got that right hook. All right. She looking pretty good there. Um, 154 pounds. She's not knocking this girl out at all. She got glass Joe in front of her. All right. No knockdown power on, on no knockdown power for a woman. All right. But she definitely has fast hands. Hands are fast. Um, those shots, she would not be able to stand in there and throw five, eight punches like that. Her hands are fast, but she's going to punch herself out trying to punch a guy. All right. I'm just letting you know right now. I mean, oh, there, there you go. She caught the jaw. Didn't knock her down though. Uh, the ropes might have saved her. The ropes might have saved her. All right. Um, there you go right there. I mean, listen, she would not be able to do this against a man. Yeah. Okay. She has not knocked that woman down. All right. Here she goes again. She doesn't believe fights white girls with braids. All right. She got white girls with braids as her oil cans that she fights. And uh, there she, boy, she's wild. She's like um the female, she's like the female, um damn, I can't think of his name. I was just at the boxing match. I'm bad with names. She's the female, uh, what's the guy's name? I can't think of his name. He was the former heavyweight champion. He lost to Tyson Fury twice. Oh, I can't remember. Oh, Jesus, for sure. I, my name recognition is bad. All right, but um, the problem she has, that's a good punch there. She's wild. Um, uh, wilder, yes. Uh, she's like the female wilder. Pretty much, I mean, she's just strong and aggressive and fast switch muscles, right? Wilder pretty much his technique was uh, atrocious, all right? And so she's just basically trying to knock people out bully, all right? But uh, she's the female wilder. All right, so here we go. We're going to go to the man, Keith Thurman, here. All right, we're going to go to Keith Thurman. Uh, here it is right here. Uh, we're going to turn the volume down. This is the guy she challenged. He's a light-skinned guy right here. He's a light-skinned guy uh, with the braids back in his head. So here it is right there. There's a body blow right there, and he sat him down, punched to the liver. All right, got them kidneys, qu that liver quivering. Oh, oh, this guy ain't ready. And so from what I can see, Keith Thurman does not have knockout power either. He's a technique puncher. There it is right there. Um, but Oh, that rib. Look at them ribs wide open. Okay, he didn't get okay. All right, he laid him down, got him laying down. This is the man she's going to, uh-oh, uh-oh. Wait a minute. He got this ninja thinking. So wait a minute. All right, um, this ninja, um, I've been seeing any, uh, she hasn't put anybody else down on the floor like this. All right, here we go. Uh, let's see here. There he is thinking. All right, that liver was uh, in pain. Here we go. We got some more highlights here. Is he Barrico? He's a Barrico. All right, shout out to the Puerto Ricans. He's a Puerto Rican. All right, shout out to Dermot. Oh, look. Oh, no. Okay. All right. He definitely not knocking anybody out either. Um, so that tells you that he's just, you know, He's just going to play some punches here and there. All right. His defense is a little sus. Oh, there's another body blow. Uh, that woman's going to be in trouble oh, right to the ribs. Oh, he's going to think about that one. So there's a rib blow. I haven't seen him lay nobody out right now. Uh, let's see what he got right here. All right. He's got Robert Guerrero serving him up. Let's see if he can lock somebody down. All right. He's fast. He's, he's way faster. And he's putting punches to the body. He's putting com combinations together. He's not wild. All right. He's sneaking punches in there. He's not taking much damage. I Oh, he laid somebody down right there. He laid somebody down. Oh, he looked. Wait a minute. Hold up. This is how the dude. <laughs> wait. 
So this is how the dude's looking right here. So let's just put this in perspective. Let's put this in perspective. The woman that you saw, Clarissa Shields, wants to fight this guy after this guy then went 10 to 12 rounds and looks like this after the fight. Is this what we doing? <laughs> oh, man, dude, women, I think women are gone, man, in terms of their delusion. This is not, this is not, no. This is not what we're going to do. And ladies, if we want to see this fight, this is going to be, he's the champion. He's the champion, bro. He's the WBC champion. We're doing this, ladies. I want this fight to happen immediately. All right, let's see what's happening here. Here he goes. Body blow. All right, right there. Another body blow. Uppercut. Hook. All right, what do we got right there? There's another one. Oh, his defense. Defense is a little sus. Defense is sus. He got caught in the ribs right there, but that's not going to be thermal. Oh, yeah, he got caught. All right, let's see it again. But he got him bleeding. He got him leaking. Leaking. Busted open. Oh, they can't continue to fight. This woman wants to get in the ring with a championship fighter, a prize fighter. Yo, how ridiculous is this shit? We have now women trying to um, challenge prize fighting boxers. Send it. We got to send it. I want this fight. I want this fight, and I want it $119 on pay-per-view. Somebody says you can't take a lot of those body shots. I will want, I don't, I don't want any of those body shots. <laughs> I want zero of those body shots. Those body shots look painful. I want this fight. Why does she think she can beat him? I mean, now, if I got in the ring with her, that'd be a different story. I haven't trained or nothing, so the shit would look kind of funny. All right, but I definitely going to knock her ass out. I ain't going to let her get me. All right, I'm going to keep her off balance and step on her toe. That's all I got to do. Swing at her as she ducks back, step on her toe, she going down. But why do women think, you know, somebody said black women are ridiculous. (laughs) This woman honestly thinks that she can take this fight. There's no way in hell. But, of course, somebody's saying it's a, a money grab. This would be a money grab. Grab for her. Man. I don't even think this would be no contest. He would have to tie one hand behind his back. Anyway, I forgot my banner. Finishing up on Super Chats, and then I'm going to get to the main event. What's the hours here? Hour and a half? Of course. Shout out to Lee Smith, says Clarissa Shields wants no part of a man. Hannah Gabriel outboxed her, and the judges robbed her in favor of Shields. CGA, look up Hannah Gabriel's fights, and she's quite foldable, too. All right. Hannah Gabriel. I'm going to look it up real quick. Let me see if I can pull it up. And so Shields fought fought Gabriel. Gabriel. Oh, yeah, she did fight her. All right, let me see what happened here. Let me me, me look at these highlights right here. All right, I'm going to definitely get a content strike for sure. This is three years. It looks like they fought a couple years ago. I'm going to show you the whole fight. Oh, I remember her. I do remember her. All right, Hannah Gabriel out here. I want to see the highlights right here. I want to see the highlights. I don't want to see the whole damn fight. But, uh, yeah, I do remember her now. Okay, here it is. We're going to pull up some highlights. Uh, let's see. Can y'all see this? Nope. There it is right there. All right. All right. Little jab, jab, jab. All right. She got working that jab. All right. Uh-oh. Hannah. Okay. Yeah, this ain't a white girl with braids. Oh, she piecing her up. She's stepping in. She piecing her. Look. 
Oh, oh, bounce it off the ropes. Look out. Oh, she got the Ali shuffle coming in here. All right, punch it behind the head. What are we doing? What are we doing? Ref, break, break that shit up. All right, hold on right here. Ref, ref, you slow on the break. All right, look, okay. All right, nothing going on there. All right, I think she dominating this fight. Who, who got the win here? Who got the do? Okay, all right, all right, yeah. Okay, look, man, look, no. Keith Thurman going to wear her ass out, <laughs> all right? Yeah, all headshots. She ain't throw one body shot. She's just trying to aim for the head. She head hunting. So she definitely needs to work on her technique. I don't know why she would do this. Maybe she broke. Is she broke? Is that what it is? Can't you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke? Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse. All right, so, uh, yeah, man, that's not going to be a good fight. That's going to be it. That's going to be a shame. So Rational Rationality says, I box and knock out 304s all the time with my meat. Price is wrong, indeed. She definitely is going to get, she's going to get hurt in there. But uh, this would be a great bout for feminism. Curtis Blow says, it's cool. Just Google the name of the site. All right, shout out to you for that one there. And uh, I need to take a drink. Follow me on my social media. How about y'all do that? And then we're going to get on to the show. How many? Do we got 1,000 likes? Hey, man, we need 250 more likes. 250 on the likes. And that would be great because my mic sound nice. Check one. My mic sound nice. Check two. Young nigga got a fetish for success. If I ain't next, and I just leave him pressure. Next to rain on the window pane. Puffy plain Jane. Let him second guess me when I cop the pores with the pores in the skin. Whip the wheels at the Links in the description box below on the social media. Get me that 1,000 likes and we can get to that main event. Jay Cool. Jay Cool is in the building. Coach, you got me thinking. He says, I am lifting the bulk up, but I am also a runner that runs 30 miles a week. Should I do leg day? I am not huge, but I am more muscular than I was when I started at ground zero. Yeah, it's an interesting combination. 30 miles a week is quite a bit. Um, but um, if you're trying to bulk up, you're trying to bulk up and you're running that amount of mileage, this might not be what you want to do. It's gonna you're gonna have an adverse effect. It's gonna be counterproductive. So take your pick. Because you're lifting the bulk up and then you're trying to do leg days on top of that. Uh you're doing a lot. You're doing a lot more than anybody else. So just kind of decide what you want. There's ways to get around that and work around it. But it also depends on your genetics and body type. So I really can't tell with the information that you provided. I don't want to give you bro science, but, you know, your whole body type and your age and background and fast twitch, slow twitch. Uh, if you have long limbs versus short limbs, it's going to, it's going to, it's going to crazy. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to crazy. Yeah. But running that much and trying to bulk up is not going to work. Like you got to pick one, but also try to run to preserve a lot of your, um, Preserve uh, a lot of the pounding, the ground and pound. Where are we going here? Ty Two Real says, I hope the fight happens. It'll be like rock'em, sock'em robots out there. Equality, equal rights, equal lefts. All right. And uh, Deshaun says, Coach, I forgot the channel streamer you showed this morning, but he has a soundbite of Chris Tucker saying, which show bitch ass, that would be a good soundbite to use on these lost women out here. Anyway, just saying. I got to go check it out. Maybe somebody can have it. Um, Anybody can have it. Let me know. Put it on locals. All right. Let me get to the main event. Are we at 1,000? 
We are at 843 likes, 843 likes in the building. 1,500 people watching. We're close. All right, let me make sure I get these tabs set up really good here. And it sounds like we're ready for the main event. It sounds like we're ready for the main event. Let's see what we got here. The Devouring Mother. I got the wrong tab up. All right, The Devouring Mother. What is The Devouring Mother? Let's see if I have the Instagram up of The Devouring Mother. Yes, go follow Fathers Lives Matter. I believe that's the name of his Instagram. Fathers Lives Matter. All right, that's kind of like Black Lives Matter, but Fathers Lives Matter. The Devouring Mother. He actually had a great breakdown of this on his Instagram. And I'll play it a little bit right here, and then we'll get into the tale of the woman who has just been sentenced to life in prison. All right, let's play that. So the devouring mother, this is something that I've been, uh, he's come up with and he's come up with archetypes of mothers and their parenting style. In fact, I'll talk about it really quick before we get into the main event. What are the archetypes of uh, mothers? He has the controlling mom. Uh, Well, first, all right. So he has the bitter mom, the bitter mother, Uh, the controlling mom is another archetype that he has right here. All right. He also has the China doll mom, the phantom mom the trophy mom, the still the boss mom with the son husband, the dark mother, the ice cream mother, the bitter mother, and he's got he's got all these archetypes. He also has the promiscuous mother. Man, he got a whole bunch. The golden uterus mother and then the complete mother. All right, wow. Man, that is definitely a, a, a bunch of archetypes there, and there's a lot to learn from right there. Let me see here. He's got a lot of, a lot of stuff there. Uh, So shout out to them right there. There's definitely a lot of types of mothers. Now, here's the thing. Not all mothers are bad. Not all mothers are bad. But there's a lot of bad mothers out here. And sometimes they're given the benefit of the doubt, uh, mostly because they're controlling, right? They will call the father controlling and uh, abusive, and it's them that's doing it. They're the ones controlling. They're the ones that will tell you how much time you have and what you should be doing. When you never even tell them one time what they should be doing. Okay, for some reason, they have it all figured out and they haven't even figured out their own life. Uh, It's typical of um, the conversations women have. They'll make you rich and they'll make you work hard and they'll inspire you, but they can't even do that for their own lives. I'll inspire you, but their life is less than inspiring. All right, I'll make you rich and we'll be millionaires if we team up together, but they're not rich. You're like, why can't you do all of these things? I just need, she just needs you. It's kind of like what pimps do. It's kind of like what pimps do. Pimps will get a girl, put her ass on the track. Before he convinces to put her on the track, he says to her, hey, we're going to be rich. I'm going to make you rich. I'm going to make you wealthy. All right, we're going to make lots of money. All you have to do is sell yourself eight times a day to these Johns. And I keep all the money. Because a chick of mine bet not keep a dime. 
and we gonna make we, listen. We gonna have, we gonna go to Hollywood. We gonna be famous. We gonna see our name on the marquee. We gonna be out here. We gonna be making it. We gonna be shopping. We gonna be shopping. We gonna be traveling. We gonna be going interstate, state to state. We gonna be going ocean to ocean. We gonna be busting us while the tour bus keeps coasting. Shout out to AMG. All you need to do is go on the blade and bring me my money. <laughs> That's how women sound. I'm going to get with you and I'm going to inspire you and I'm going to make you work your fingers to the bone. I'm going to make you work overtime by pulling all these expectations on you. I'm going to make you buy the house, the car, the purses. All right. I'm going to make you do all that shit. You're going to work, 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 work. We're going to make all the money. All you got to do is go to work. All you got to do is just listen to me and let me inspire you and then put your ass back out there and work your ass off. And bring me the money. Doesn't it make sense? And a little bit of money I got, I keep my money. And then we spend your money. Yeah. We spend your money. So I'm going to run my little business. I'm going to scam and scheme. I'm going to hustle over here. We're going to keep that money. I'm going to save that. And then that money is going to be used later for my retirement. But the money you make, the money you make, we'll spend it. We'll, we'll spend all of that together. And then I'll have my money over here. Right? You'd be looking at her ass like, oh, sounds like a fair deal. Yeah. I mean, you should be protected in this as well. <laughs> Where do I sign up? Where do I sign up? This sounds like a fantastic deal. I work my ass off. We spend my money. And then you keep all your money. <laughs> Where we go right here. And then she divorces you and she takes more money from you. She takes more money. Yes, she does. Because the money you spent while you were married does not count. No, she's going to take more money, and she's going to keep the money she got. Yo, man, they literally be trying to hit y'all with that, and you be like, oh, yeah, sign me up. Where are we going here? Look. But you got this stuff here. Women who are mothers can't even survive on their own and telling you what you should be doing. You should be doing this, and you should be doing that, and you should be paying this, and you should be paying that, and you should be having this and that, and you're like, okay, uh, can I see my kids? She'd be like, nope. Mm. Now, now I, I'm the one unilaterally making decisions around here. <laughs> All right, anyway, the devouring mother. Let's get to this woman's case over here. This is a woman. Her name is, and let me put her up on the screen. We'll give you a, um, I'm definitely going to get a copyright on this one because I'm using a lot of people's stuff. This is uh, Lori Vallow Daybell. All right, let's go ahead and play it. Dateline is on the on the scene here. Lori Vallow Daybell. You're the mother of two Idaho children. The investigation of those two missing Idaho children. The so-called doomsday mom. Perhaps the most infamous woman in the country. On trial for murdering her own children. Here in the courtroom in Boise, Idaho, the story told at her trial has been shocking with revelations and proofs, private phone calls, and never-before-seen video. This relationship is built on a bunch of bizarre principles, but they both seem to be all in on it. Angels and demons and her imagined ascent to the ranks of the gods and her fall to earth. And now, for a woman preoccupied with celestial judgment, 
was the judgment of 12 very human jurors. All right, so Lori Vallow-Daybell, we're talking about Mormon country. Uh, this woman is, uh, I'm telling you, she didn't have that blonde hair, Ninja. Nobody would give a shit about what she was doing, but she crazy. All right, sometimes that's all it takes for you to get distracted. Now, there's a lot to even talk about in this case. Yes, you heard she deleted, she was convicted uh, this week of deleting her two children, but that ain't even half the story. That's not even half the story. Let's break it down of this devouring mother. First of all, take a look at this. Lori Vallow had five husbands. Five husbands, ladies and gentlemen. This woman's an evil witch, yes. All right, and so it's right here. The men who married the doomsday mom. We'll go through it briefly here. And there's this ninja up here showing his teeth, thinking he's got a trophy. All right, it says right here, uh, the first husband. Lori's first marriage took place shortly after she graduated from high school. All right, Lori's son, Colby Ryan, discusses in sins of a mother. Lori was married right out of high school to an unnamed man. Her first marriage did not last. All right, next marriage was William Lagoria or something it says. After her first marriage, Lori married William, Colby's father. My dad and my mother were in a bad relationship. And it says right here, Vallow was 22 years old when Kobe was born. She didn't feel like she wanted me to be in that bad relationship. So she took me from that situation, a.k.a. kidnapped the kid. All right. And somebody mentioned a woman will go take you to court and get a court order for money that you're already paying into the kids. <laughs> right. And uh, but for some reason, they don't want that. Next one. Joe Ryan married Lori with a after a quick courtship after leaving um, the first, the second husband, Lori married Joe Ryan, who her son described as sweet and lovable. Okay. It's more like this. And that's Lori you. and Joe had Ty Lee together, which made Kobe a big brother. Eventually, Kobe's says Joe's attitude toward him shifted because you were the stepson and now they have a real son. I don't know if he started to be annoyed by me as a little kid, but everything I did was annoying to him. It got worse. There was some physical or sexual abuse when Kobe was eight years old. It says right here, Lori says she explained how her relationship with Joe turned her towards the Mormon temple. I had been married to someone who was very awful and who raped my children. She said I was going to delete him. Instead, she turned her life to the temple. Fourth husband. As explained in the book, Lori's next husband was Charles Vallow, who she met through the salon where she worked, hairdresser. I think my mom married Charles because she did love him, Colby said. This is the one young boy right here, the first child. But I think a part of it was because he was financially secure. And that's you. Okay. He could take care of us. And that's you. Yeah, she was broke by then. Three divorces. Two children by two different men. Yes, pure straggle. Charlie also had children of his own when they got married. Kobe said the family became a unit. In 2013, the Vallow family grew when they adopted Joshua, J.J. Vallow, K. Woodcock, K. Cook Woodcock, Charles' sister, encouraged Lori and Charles to adopt when her son had JJ and couldn't take care of him. 
Continuing on, this is the fourth husband. Charles and Lori uh, moved to Hawaii in July of 2014, lived there until early 2019. In July that year, Charles was shot by Alex Cox. Alex Cox is Lori Vallow's brother. So the fourth husband, Charles, is shot and killed by Lori's brother. And here it is here where Chad Daybell is Lori Vallow's fifth husband. So you're going to see Chad appear here because there's some connections to the case. So let's get to the fourth husband's deletion before we even get to the kids right here. So, (laughs) yes, this is a devouring mother. This woman is all over the place. So let's see, do we have this up on the screen? All right, we got this flat back Kaylee here somewhere in Idaho. Let's play the video. Mark and Kim, as we've reported, Lori's brother Alex Cox shot and killed Charles this past July in Arizona. But now new details about what else Lori did that day and how she reacted is raising some red flags. And is he hurt or is he alive? Or? Yeah, there's blood. He's, he's not moving. On July 11, 2019, Lori Vallow's brother Alex Cox called 911 to report he had just killed Charles Vallow. JJ's father and Lori's estranged husband. I got in a fight with my brother-in-law and I shot him in self-defense. He came at me with a bat. Lori, JJ, and Tylee were all home at the time. As po- now, this is this is Lori right here. Now, this is her ex-husband after he was shot and deleted by her brother. Does she look like she has a hair out of place? She's looked like she's smiling. Bruh. She don't look concerned at all. There ain't no tears. This is just another ninja dead. Used and discarded. Take a look at this woman. She's literally smirking at this. All right, here we go. Let's continue here. Police questioned Lori. She didn't appear rattled or upset, even laughing at one point. How long have you lived here? Like three weeks. Oh, geez. Yeah, okay. That's why the neighbors don't know. Gotcha. (laughs) Like, hi, neighbor. Sorry. Wow. Man, when I tell you that these suburban uh, WWs, these white women, they are very, very conniving. You don't even know the half, gentlemen. They don't have a guilt. In, they don't have guilt. They're not born with guilt. They don't give a F out here. Let's take that down. They don't care. They colder than a Russian winter. Arizona detectives say throughout Lori's interview with police, she wasn't phased. It was kind of like a happy-go-lucky. Um, she was just kind of smiling. She was talking about how Tylee was going to go to uh, BYU, Hawaii, and it was just a very, very nonchalant, you would have thought that we just, you know, recovered their stolen vehicle. Cox is shown here dabbing at a wound. He says he got after Charles hit him with the bat. It definitely didn't appear that he was struck with, you know, an extreme amount of force to a baseball bat. Charles was a a very physically fit man um, and actually a former college ball player. So it didn't appear that it was a a, a huge strike to the head. Nah, nah, she sent sent brother in there to delete him. Yep, she did. Same day Charles was killed, neighbors say Lori threw a pool party. How can everyone be so calm and, you know, seemingly so unaffected? That's Tylee's aunt, Annie Cushing. She believes that what Lori and Cox told police was a cover-up. 
And because the children were witnesses, that's why they're missing. I do wonder with Tylee if she. Now, they said she threw a pool party on the same day he was deleted. I'm going to go back just so you can hear that. She threw a pool party the same day her ex-husband was deleted. The same day Charles was killed, neighbors say Lori threw a pool party. How can everyone? Yo, that's crazy, bro. That's crazy. And so the two children that go missing here, we'll get to that part. Police was a cover-up. And because the children were witnesses, that's why they're missing. I do wonder with Tylee if she was asked to toe the line to keep everyone out of prison. The day after Charles was killed, Lori told Charles's two sons from a previous marriage that their father had died via text message. Jeez. I could believe that she did that. So the day the guy dies, she throws a pool party. The next day, she notifies her chil his children through text. Yo. In that way. Unbelievable. I mean, she would have called me and said, can you please tell Cole? But to do it so brutal through a text was just, I mean, it was horrible. And of All right, flatback Supreme right here. Uh, let's go ahead and take this down. Let's take this down just so we can see here. Hey, man, we got still one. We got less than a thousand likes, man. I know there's two. Is this many hate watchers are watching me? Hit that like. All right, uh, let's take you through this right here. I'm going to go to here. So as you guys can tell, her two children went missing. And she got married again to Chad. And they went back to Hawaii on the run. So let's take you to this update right here. The two kids went missing. And this is how they responded to being served warrants to investigate whatever property they were at to try to locate the two kids. Chad and Lori Daybell were served with two search warrants just hours ago. Law enforcement officers from Eastern Idaho, along with federal agents and the Kauai Police Department, pulled Lori and Chad over. They were driving a black SUV. They pulled into this resort where I am standing. They put Chad into one vehicle, Lori into another. That's when their vehicle was seized and they had no way to get home. We had a chance to ask them so many questions that need answers. All right, here we go. With East Idaho News, can you tell me where your kids are? Where are your kids? No comment. They've been missing for four months. You have nothing to say? You're over here in Hawaii? Where are your children? Yeah, why don't you just give us a comment? Just tell us where they are. All right, and so this is Lori and Chad, husband number five. This is Lori with, you know, wife five times over with her previous ex deleted. I believe Chad might have been in the picture. I think Chad might have been in the picture. Prior to that, I'm not sure. But take a look. No remorse. No guilt. She's got, this woman is an ice cold, ice cold princess. This is crazy. Yep, four months later, she already married to this ninja. Yo, man. You got to watch out for these muskrats, man. These master splinters are crazy out here. And take a look at this. Look, like, look. Take a look. They don't, they don't care, man. It's not in there. <laughs> and she done deleted her kids. She didn't, listen, she got convicted for deleting her kids. She don't give a fuck. And she running around here like she owned the town. Wow. 
Chad, where are Lori's kids? What happened to Tammy, Chad? Can you tell us what happened to Tammy? He, Chad is a hostage at this particular point. <laughs> Take a look. Chad is a hostage at this point. You got to even think that he's a hostage. All right. He's scared for his life. Why have you guys been in Hawaii for so long? Listen, just tell people what's happening. There's people around the country praying for your children, praying for you guys. Why don't you give us answers? That's great. That's great. That's great that they're praying for you, praying for your kids. What? Damn. Man, this is what your ex-wife looked like when she take it to court, too. <laughs> your ex-wife looked just as cold as this when she taking your ass to the court. All right, that's great. They don't give a damn. They, they trying to destroy. They give a damn. They give a fuck around here. All right, let's get to it. You have nothing to say? Did you do something to your children? Are your children still alive? That's a simple question. I've got three kids of my own. I can tell you every minute where my kids are at. Where are your children? What do you guys plan to do now? Are you gonna, you have five days to get your children in front of a judge in Rexburg, then what? Look at the confidence. Hey, look, look at the confidence that she has. Look at the confidence that she has as she has set her ex-husband up for death for to get deleted by her brother and has deleted her two children. I believe the two children were the two kids that were adopted, if I'm not mistaken. All right, I can't remember. This woman has taken out three people. <laughs> and she running around here with complete confidence. With I'm a blonde woman, ain't nothing gonna happen to me. Or I chopped them up, ain't gonna nobody gonna find them. And people treating her with kid gloves. All right. Are you guys innocent of any crimes? Have you committed any crimes? Chad, you guys have a lot to say on your podcast. You don't have anything to say now? Lori? Do you believe that you were instructed by God or others to do something for your children? Now, later on, she did become what they're saying. She came become, became a part of a cult. And um, the, their podcast probably was insinuating that spirits and all this shit was a part of this, this um, plot to uh, sacrifice her children. Continuing. If you could give a message to them, what would you say? Listen, if you just talk to us, we'll leave you alone. Look at the look look at the guys. Like, I just want you to know body language. Take a look at this, guys. Take a look. Take a look at his body language, Chad versus hers. Look at the arrogance. Look at the lack of respect. Look at the Lack of emotion. They always say men, women are more emotional than men. Bullshit. Bullshit. Look at the lack of I don't give a damn. Look at the catch me if you can. Look at the demeanor, the body language. Look at the nose in the air. God dang, bro. You, you, you guys, the, the pride. You guys got to witness this. I'm telling you, man. This is some strange shit. It's crazy. Straight arrogance. And they and she believes she's like, ain't nothing gonna happen to me. Tammy's family's very worried. Tammy's family's very worried. Lori, uh, your your mother, Kay, came out. Kay and Larry, they're offering a twenty thousand dollar reward for your children. And she then deleted to three people that we know of. And you're over here on the beach? And went on vacation. <laughs> this is your chance to tell your story. 
And by the way, her children are missing at this point, presumed to be dead. So they're missing. And so she's supposed to be looking for her children, but her children are missing in an entirely different state. They went to Hawaii. They're missing in Arizona. And she's in Hawaii with a whole nother man. Nothing you want to say. One last chance right here. Anything you want to say to the people in Idaho? Look at that smirk. Look at the smirk. Look at the smirk. Look at that. Look at that. Man, you guys better be on your game, top of your game. You guys think, I'm, I'm telling you, you treat women like they're nothing out here. Right? Oh, they ain't nothing. Oh, I, dude, they, they don't have what you think they have. Once you get them on their bad side, boy, they can get turned evil on your ass real quick. Laura, you have a lot of cash there in your in your baggie. Baggie? Were you guys planning to leave Hawaii? Did he say baggie? Your man car getting taken. Were you planning to take off? And with that, Chad and Lori darted into this resort and they still have not come out. Now, police have not said what they are searching for in that SUV or in their home. But one thing that was not found is Lori's children. JJ and Tylee are still missing. Tomorrow, we will have much more from Hawaii. For now, I'm Nate Eaton reporting for EastIdahoNews.com. All right, shout out to Nate Eaton. He was on the job. He was going hard in the paint. He was. Uh, the baggy thing, uh, you know what I mean? I'm going to have to talk to you about that, brother. But thank you for uh, covering this evil woman right here. And uh, as I tell you, <laughs> as I tell you, you got to be on your P's and Q's when it comes to these people, man. Uh, they have the spirit of Jezebel in them, meaning that to the bitter end, uh, of course, we have psychopathic men like this as well, but we're presu they're presumed to be psychopaths. All right, we have here, she's also Miss Texas. All right, so here it is right here, and then we'll get down to the conviction. It says right here, she's a former Miss Texas in a bikini. There she is right there. And so this gives her her sense. She's obviously hit the wall right here. She's over 50, uh, five husbands, four kids, three baby daddies. All right, but of course, in her younger days, this is her in her younger days, and this is why she's arrogant. She's got her breast implants. Obviously, those are bolt-ons, all right? And uh, the arrogance is, uh, in her mind, I'm a blonde white woman. She's using the blonde white woman card, right? The get-out-of-jail-free card. And it says right here, Doomsday Mom Lori Vallow struts her stuff in, mixed, in the Mrs. Texas pageant, wins $17,000 on the Wheel of Fortune. Wow, so she was on the Wheel of Fortune, too. Uh, let's see here. I wonder if they have a clip. Oh, the video's not available. Oh, they private, they private the clip. <laughs> Whoever owns the clip, they'll private the clip. Them comments was going crazy. All right, you goddamn shame. All right, so they privated the videos. All right, let me see what else this is right here. Uh, Inside Edition, uh, this is her in high school, described as a devout cheerleader to a mystery high school friend. So this is what she looked like as a high schooler, all right? So as you can see here, um, yeah, she definitely grew into them. She grew into them, whatever straightener she got, uh, that definitely freckle face over here. All right. Freckle juice. So she was a cheerleader. Oh, they didn't remove the video, man, boy. They ain't playing. They ain't playing. Look at all this me media they removed. All right. So let's give you the verdict right here. Give you the verdict. She's also spending the social security checks. This woman's pure unadulterated evil. I thought I had a verdict ready to go. Oh, I do have a police interview as well. 
so you can see what's going on here. Guys, trust nobody. And trust no. You bitch. You bitch. Police interview. Psychopath right here. In the heat of it, I don't think there was much many words, many words. that I remember. This is after her ex-husbands got shot by her brother. So Tylee goes outside. Yeah, she was outside. But and then what happened? Then he, they got up from that, and my brother had, like, stepped back, I guess. And um, then Charles was coming with me at the back, yelling at me to give him his phone mm -hmm. still, because I had it in my hand. It was all really quickly. Mm -hmm. And then um, when I went around kind of in the circle, then my brother was there. Um, she lying when you said he when you were going around and he was coming at you with the bat mm -hmm. how was he holding the bat just like that <laughs> wrong wrong so this is obvious a lie this guy played professional he played college baseball and that's how he's holding the bat probably not i'm probably sure he's got two hands on that bat I'm pretty sure he's got the Louisville. I'm pretty sure his shit looking like King Griffey Jr. All right. <laughs> uh, he was holding the bat like this. Yeah. And uh, he hit my brother with the bat. I don't think he was holding the bat with one hand like a tennis racket backhand. Probably not. Like backwards. Like he was swinging, but like no swinging it backwards. No, he would have done like like he would have swung it backwards at me, not frontwards. Okay. Uh, Jesus, I mean everybody know. Okay. Yeah, he he was a base professional baseball player. Okay, <laughs> he he played professional baseball, but he holding a bat with one arm like this here. All right, hold on for a second. How was he holding that bat one more time? Tell me like that. Mm. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, hold up. Yeah, he holding the bat like Gary Sheffield. I'm sure. Saying batter up. <laughs> yeah, like backwards. Well, he owned the baseball bat like Eric Davis from the Cincinnati Reds. <laughs> Jesus. Like he was swinging, like swinging it backwards? Yeah. He would have done like. Like he would have swung it backwards at me, not frontwards. Okay. Yeah. He, had, he was a base, professional baseball player. Okay. <laughs> so it wasn't a good idea for Tyler to get out of that. <laughs> wow. Take a look. Take a look at, wow. Man, boy, I'm going to tell you, I will never trust muskrats. I don't trust muskrats as far as I can throw them. These muskrats are some of the biggest liars and manipulators in the world. All right, do not get into it. It's black man. I'm letting y'all know these muskrats, they, gonna get, they will get your ass, catch you slipping with this uh, manipulation. Look at her laughing. And she ain't even breathing hard or nothing. She just up in there lying. Yeah, and then I was kind of turned around. And we were all right there in that room, except for the kids had been outside by that time. And I heard the gunshot. Mm -hmm. and so you heard the shot? Mm -hmm. did, did you actually see see the shot or did you just hear it <laughs> man i'm done with this girl i'm done with this shit so she don't even know, uh did you see or did you hear it i ain't think about this 
what do you mean did I see or hear? I have gone around. No, 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 no. We ain't talking about, man, let me, let me finish this shit up. No, 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 no. Let's repeat the question. This woman knows she lying over here. All right, let's repeat this question. All right there in that room, except for the kids had been outside by that time, and I heard the gunshot. Mm-hmm. And so you heard the shot? Mm-hmm. Did, did you actually see, see the shot, or did you just hear it? I had gone around mm-hmm. to the kitchen to get away from him and so back around. So I don't know if you went in the house. I didn't, so I'm like so, a little bit of a disadvantage. Yeah, so I didn't see when, I didn't see the shot, I heard it, and then I came back around and I saw that he was on the ground. Okay. And I was freaking out. Yeah. And so I was just freaking out and it just went into mama and I'm like, I've got to go to get JJ to school. I've got to get to the kids. I just like I got to get to the kids, mm-hmm. and so I just. So she's using the kids as a shield. That's what they typically do. Oh, I I, I was just was thinking about the kids. I was thinking about the kids. So look, look how she's sitting up now, man. These people, man. Look at these iron aboard flatbacks. Look at these flatbacks are out here, man. Straight manipulators, mm-hmm. bro. Straight up manipulators. Um. That when they hide behind the kids, I was just concerned about being a mom. I was just my mom instinct. Uh, uh, my kids, I just started to kid. Lies, lies, lies. All right, man, dude, watch out for these people, man. They be some psychopaths out here. You dealing with them for sure. Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. So the the final verdict. Let me go ahead and pull it up here. Lori Vallow verdict, and uh, she's been sentenced. Yes, this psychopath done. Thank you. Finally, somebody deal with these. How much did it take to get this psychopath to be convicted? Lori Vallow Daybell sentenced to life in prison for deletion of her two children and conspiring in the murder of her husband's first wife. Mm. Oh, she even got more. All right, let's play the video. There's going to be an advert, I'm sure. I'm a first time. Yeah, we. All right. Shout out to. Hey, we got a Latino in the building. Shout out to her. Lots of Latinas in the building here. Um, she so she's also conspiring. Boy, she was on a murder spree. She was on a murder spree. So she trying to delete her first wait, it, her husband's first wife too. Man, mm. right? She trying to delete every damn body. All right, let's get to the story here. Lori Vallow Daybell, the Idaho mother who was convicted of killing two of her children and conspiring in the murder of her husband's first wife, has just been sentenced. CNN's Camilla Bernal is following this story for us. Camilla, what was the decision here? Brianna, the judge is still on the bench, but his decision is life in prison without the possibility of parole. The judge telling her that this was essentially a mother murdering her children and saying this really was the ultimate crime. He described it as horrific, said it was unimaginable. And she sat there listening to the judge this entire time. But what was interesting in this case. To be honest, she's still in there arrogant as hell. Take a look at this. Take a look at this. She is a psychopath. Take a look at this. Look, she still got her makeup on. She still got her head hell high. Arrogant, look at that, look at that, look at that, right there, right there. Let's go ahead and zoom in. Oh, I'm zoomed in. Look at the arrogance. Look at the arrogance. 
unimaginable. And she sat there listening to the judge this entire time. But what was interesting in this case was that she took the stand during the sentencing and she started out by reading uh, verses from the Bible saying that her children have come to visit her, to speak to her, saying that her children say that she did not kill them. She was saying uh, that she didn't kill her children or Tammy Daybell, who was her husband's first wife. Uh, so what the judge here then told her was that she was still in this bizarre religious <laughs> rabbit hole. And he's saying, you know, you're clearly still down there. That was directly from the judge as she continued to say <laughs> she come out sniggling <laughs> look look at her coming out sniggling man she gone man and she's functioning as normal look she's sniggling from the judge as she continued oh man this woman dude oh straight psychopath good lord oh be careful guys out here be careful to say that she was in a good place that she uh, has heard from her children. She says she went to heaven and came back um, and she told this courtroom that her children came back to hug her and to tell her that she did the right thing here. So again, the judge saying that this is a, a crime punishable by its maximum sentence of life without the possibility of parole. And so, of course, uh, we'll have to see what happens in the next case because she is accused in Arizona as well. So it is not over for Valerie um, Vallow Daybell. All right. So it sounds like they're going to get her for the ex-husband's deletion. That's what it sounds like. They're probably putting together a case. And let me look that up really quick for you brothers here before we get on. Uh, it looks like they're going to charge her in the ex-husband's uh, case right here. Let me see here. Lori Vallow, Arizona case. Let me see if there's a case. It says right here she faces charges in Arizona. Oh, man. This woman is on a mission. She's a serial killer at this point. It says right here with the Idaho, Idaho case complete, Arizona prosecutors ready for doomsday mom Lori Vallow Daybell. It says right here, what, what is she accused of? In Arizona. There it says right here, this is not unusual. What are the charges? It says right here, the charges would be um, a grand jury indicted her in 2021 on the charge of conspiring to delete her fourth husband, Charles. All right, a second Arizona indictment unsealed in May of this year charged her with conspiring to delete Brandon Bordreau, her niece's ex-husband. Oh, man. So her niece's ex-husband was going too. <laughs> right, boy, she had everybody on the Undertaker bell. And, oh, man, jeez. Uh, let me see. It says right here, she claimed that um, she was sentenced here. She had bizarre claims that her son and daughter were zombies and that she was got a goddess sent to usher in the biblical apocalypse as a result, headline writers started calling her the Doomsday Mother. All right, so there's another twist there. That she cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. All right, so she out there right there. Now the kids were zombies. Whew. She's going to be remembered for a long time. And remember, have a long memory in relationship to these people because they'll make it seem like you men are out here, the evil ones, and that is not always the case. Yeah, Chad was going to go too. All right, and she, she cuckoo. What do we got here? Shout out to Managing Life's Risk. Thank you for the super chat. 
Nate Bit says they need uh, Nardwar to, to do the interview. I'm not sure who that is. Thank you, brother, for that. And then let me check the cash app, PayPal, Venmo, and then we'll be ready for Wednesday with the um, with the with the blue chip mindset. All right, shout out to Cam. Thank you, brother. Young billionaire, the woman and the state owns the kids. Deal with it. <laughs> the facts. All right, the woman in the state owns the kids. Guys, you are in the way. You're in the way, man. When you fight for your kids, you actually just muddle up the whole thing. Just send your paycheck. Fighting for your kids just pisses people off. All right, they're like, why are you in here fighting for your kids? <laughs> Shout out to the tip man. Says OJ wasn't perfect, but he had a plan. Shout out to the coach gang. All right, man, what do we got here? Um, crazy, crazy business there. Crazy business. But yeah, the state owns your kids. And um, in terms of you getting your kids back from the state, that's a violation. Uh, let me see here. What do we got here? Venmo and then PayPal and then we'd be done. Tied uh, to Real says that reporter asking all those questions was next to be deleted. I'm sure she put it. Oh, you right. Yeah, she was ready to put his ass on the list like Chris Jericho. Oh, he's a, okay, I got it. Yeah, that that reporter, she was like, put his name down. Get him next. All right, that means we got everybody for this show. I appreciate the support. Thank you for reliving this crime series. And uh, we'll all need, we all need therapy at the end of this, dealing with these toxic people. But be careful who you put your salami in. Be careful who you have kids with because these people are going to be part of your life forever. Uh, Hit the like button on the way out and we're going to be back tomorrow with some new fresh topics. Join me over on Locals. And we out of here, brothers. Peace.